Welcome to the City Park Church Podcast. We are changing the culture of the city through the message of hope. Please share at cityparkchurch.com how God has touched your life through our messages. Thank you for listening. It works through me in ways that I never thought possible. <laughs> you guys ever think about who you might be or, or where you might be if it wasn't for Jesus invading your heart? Yeah. I can't, I can't even imagine can't even imagine. I mean, I'm, I'm a completely different person than who I used to be. And I'm so glad about that. I'm so glad that God has, has invaded my heart and changed my life and given me confidence in areas that, that I've, I've never had confidence in. He's, he's completely turned, turned things around for me. I, I just, I love him. <laughs> and I praise him for that. If you've been here for the last few months, you've probably heard this word from time to time, breakthrough. You guys been hearing that word? Breakthrough, breakthrough. This is our year. We've been hearing that a lot lately, haven't we? Yeah. You guys, it's because the Holy Spirit is all over it. He's all over it. Hallelujah. I read this devotional a few weeks back, and it's really just a paragraph, but it grabbed my attention. So I immediately cut and pasted it. And unfortunately, I can't really give credit to the person who wrote it because I failed to include it at the time. But I value what he or she said, so I want to read it to you this morning. It says, the healthiest human relationships are not based on breakthroughs or emotional highs, but on steady, patient growth through faithfulness and love. It is no different in our relationship with God. Emotional and spiritual highs do occur, thank God. We sometimes receive amazing answers to prayer or times of extraordinary insight or periods of intense joy. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> How many of you guys love it being on that mountaintop high, right? When, when Jesus is just blessing your life and he's, he's pouring into your life and you're excited and, and, and you're just on cloud nine. I love those times. I love those seasons in my life. But we don't always live there, do we? We don't. It goes on to say that these are frosting and that they're delicious. You see, other people use food as illustrations too. It's not just me. They're delicious, but not to be sought as the substance of our relationships. If we focus only on the highs, we might miss the beautiful, quiet moments in the valley when God works unseen and we experience no thrilling epiphany. Rather than focus on our own experience, We should pray in patience and perseverance 
that God will complete the good work that he has begun in us. You see, sometimes we discredit the everyday, don't we? Sometimes we overlook the value of the valley. Philippians 1.6 says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. You see, I have been thinking a lot about breakthrough lately because the Holy Spirit put his finger on it. What does it look like? What must we do? How do we get there? When we talk about breakthrough, this is our year, our minds respond by perceiving something wonderful that hasn't happened yet. We're not quite there, but the expectation is it's just around the corner. However, this way of thinking, it forms this idea that breakthrough is just, just out of reach. It's just out of reach. What must we do to get from point A to breakthrough? You see, there's this fine line. Separating works, what we do, grace, God's unearned favor, and this issue of time. God is saying, this is our year. And I'm totally on board with that, you guys. I believe that we can expect mountaintop highs this year. But what I am most grateful for What I'm most thankful for is these past 12 years of doing life together with you. May I suggest that over time, breakthrough occurs in people who are faithfully loving God and faithfully loving one another as naturally as a tree planted in the soil, watered by the rain, and drenched by the sun. Let me explain it. Let's let the word explain this morning. If you'll turn to Psalms chapter 1, verse 1 through 3. If you have your Bible, go ahead and turn there. If you don't, the word will be displayed on the screens this morning. It says, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night, week after week, month after month, Year after year, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither or give up. Whatever 
they do prospers. You see, my breakthrough, your breakthrough, our breakthrough is not dependent upon our ability to get to the next level, but rather it is based upon our faithful and consistent positioning under the sun. Capital S, O-N. Hallelujah. You see, breakthrough is upon us because this church is planted in good soil. And over the years, God has watered our hearts with strong biblical teaching. Thank you, Pastor Bob and Pastor Sibylle. The fruit is on the vine, and this is our season. Are you getting this this morning? The title of my message today is called Position Yourself. Church, we have a history together, don't we? A history. This is no longer a question of what must we do to receive our breakthrough, but the result of where we have positioned, been positioned and who we have become in Christ. If you're new or newer to our church, I, I want to welcome you this morning. I promise you, after 12 years, this is good ground. It's good ground. What I'm sharing with you this morning, it's, more of, it's going to be more of a prophetic word today than a message or a sermon. Can I do that? Can I move in the prophetic today? I'm going to take that freedom, okay? Hallelujah. You see, God has been releasing City Park Church. He has been releasing City Park Church and its members into the fullness of His perfect plan and purpose. And now we get to enjoy the highs and the breakthroughs that come with faithfulness. Hallelujah. We have been planted. We have been sifted. We have been watered. We have been saturated by His Word. I believe God has and will continue to prove His goodness in areas of relationship, finance, healing, position, and favor. We have already begun to carry this anointing. We own a beautiful building in the heart of downtown Gresham. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. This is the result of dreams fulfilled. Faithfulness and seasons of hard work. In prayer, there isn't a wall, there isn't a ceiling, there isn't a floor, there isn't a room, there isn't a closet, there isn't a corner in this building that doesn't carry our fingerprints all over it. Hallelujah.
We now have equipment to live stream our messages and impact people with the goodness of God right in their home. This is the result of a vision from our pastors, and here we are today. Hello, everybody out there in video land. You're watching us today because of the faithfulness of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We operate in-house and support ministries that reach out into our community and beyond. The Lord has given us favor with city officials and other people of influence. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God has blessed our members with good jobs and abundant resources. We believe and operate in the miraculous, and I am confident that this will continue and only get better. Breakthroughs. 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 I'm not bragging this morning, but I'm bragging this morning. I'm bragging on the Lord, you guys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But this doesn't happen overnight, has it? It hasn't happened overnight. It's not the outcome of a mountaintop high in 2017 alone. This is our year of breakthrough because of, because of faithful positioning over the years and beautiful, quiet moments spent together in the valley. When God says, well done, my good and faithful servants, it's not a single snapshot. But it's an entire photo album spanning years of doing life together in Christ. Hallelujah. If you're new to this church, or you've been here just a time or two, you're being grafted in, baby. Hallelujah. This is life together. This is real. And this has been happening. Praise God. We don't have to worry about how we're going to get there. God is saying, you have been faithfully climbing this mountain and you're about to breach the top. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is our year. A few years back, I went on this hike with my father and my uncle and my uncle's dog. And I remember this hike probably above and beyond any other outing that I've ever been on. Because it was straight up a mountain. I remember it because of the climb. I remember when we first started climbing, reaching out for any root or branch or twig or rock that I could get a hold of to help push myself up a little bit further, make a little more headway. We would pitch our tents at night on the mountain, and I would be 
spread eagle in this tent, right? Grabbing onto each corner of the tent, hoping and praying that maybe I could get some sleep that night because of how exhausted I was. But in the back of my mind going, dear God, please don't let me fall asleep because I don't want to end up at the bottom of the mountain in the morning. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. There was this, uh, this section of the hike um, it was like a, this big rock slide, right? It went on for like a mile. And the boulders, they were like as big as cars and buses, and they were just huge. And we would climb up and over those boulders, just one after the other. It was so rugged, the terrain was so rough, that we literally had to carry the dog, Right? And I've said it before, right? God has equipped dogs with this thing called four-wheel drive. And so it gives you an idea just how steep it was. To this day, we call that section of that hike Howling Dog Gulch because of all the noise and racket that that poor dog made trying to navigate his way through those boulders until we were able to get to him and pick the poor little guy up. But we were, we were like scratched and just bruised and just beaten, right, by the time we got through with a hike. But we had finally reached our third day. And I could almost, I could almost see the top, right? How many of you have ever been uh, a part of like, like a challenge or, or maybe, maybe you were in track as a high schooler or, or you like to run marathons or or you go on hikes or whatever, but it's a real challenge, right? And you, you kind of get close to the end, and all of a sudden, you get this huge burst of energy, right? The adrenaline just courses through you and propels you to the goal, right? Anybody ever experienced that? Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> we, we literally, you guys, we literally... We're dragging every step of the way, okay? Until finally, we got close to the top, and we took our last couple steps, and we just collapsed and actually fell asleep. But when we woke up, <laughs> we all stood together, and we walked over to the edge. I was standing with my dog and my, my uncle, my uncle's dog. But I remember looking out, right? And I could literally, I could see for hundreds of miles. I remember the, the blue of the sky, right? There wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was just, wow. And I remember looking down at my toes and, and watching the eagles fly underneath us. That's how high we were. It was crazy, crazy. And at that moment, there was nothing quite as spectacular. And man, did that climb make me appreciate the view. You see, when I get to heaven, the first thing that I'm going to do is thank God 
that he gave me the grace to never give up and the strength to keep climbing. Because, oh, the view. You see, breakthrough, it is the result of God's grace and our faithful and consistent positioning along the way. Our reward will always be the view. I can't wait to get to church on a Sunday morning. I can't wait. Even though sometimes Sunday mornings can be the most difficult of days, can't it? Right? You're preparing and, and, and you're trying to get along with everybody and trying to make sure that everybody's doing their thing so we can get here. And it can be challenging. It, can I? Yeah. Sunday mornings can, can be a challenge. But I can't wait to get here because I get to see God. I get to see God. I couldn't wait to finish this building. Even though it was a lot of hard work. It was day after day, month after month. It took us a long time. But I couldn't wait to finish because I get to see God. I get to see God. It's okay. It's all good. But I can't wait. I can't wait to climb the next mountain because I get to see God. Matthew 6, it says this. It says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. In other words, set your eyes, set your focus on the view. And all these things shall be added unto you. You see, that's the key to breakthrough. It's positional. It's relational. Relationship. Position. Faithfulness. Family. Commitment. Longevity. Investment and generosity. Long-suffering. Patience. Love. It's all a part of our journey. And it's all a part of our history. And it's pointing all of us to the view. And that church, and that church is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf doesn't wither or give up. But whatever they do prospers. This is our year. Can you see it, church? This is our breakthrough. Can you see it? Position yourself. If you've been riding the fence, 
or you've become a Sunday morning believer. There's so much more when you position yourself in relationship. There's something about investing in the climb. There's something about positioning yourself with God and with others that takes you closer to heaven than you've ever been before. When I step into this building, every time I step into this building, I don't just see brick. I don't just see paint on the walls. I don't just see hard work. I see God's faithfulness working in the hearts and lives of believers. I see people loving God and loving one another. I see people redeemed from past hurts. I see people stepping into freedom. I see people beating addiction. I see people desperate for God. And oh, what a view. What a view. There's never been a view quite as spectacular as the church. this morning to a close with Paul's message to the church of Ephesus. It's Ephesians chapter 1, 15 through 19. And this is out of the Message Bible and it reads like this. It says, When I heard of the solid trust you have in the Master Jesus, and your outpouring of love to all the followers of Jesus. I couldn't stop thanking God for you. Every time I prayed, I'd think of you and give thanks. But I do more than thank. I ask, ask the God of our Master Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent, discerning in knowing Him personally. Your eyes focused and clear so that they see exactly what it is that he is calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of his glorious way of life he has for his followers. Oh, the utter extravagance of his work in us who trust in him. Endless energy and boundless strength. Brittany shared something with me a few weeks ago. It was actually more like a month ago. She said, where there is a fire, people will come and 
watch it burn. There's a fire coming. God is preparing to light a fire in 2017. And it's our faithful positioning under the sun that will be the spark that ignites the flame. You see, God meant for the church to burn. He meant for our lives to burn. That's why we come to church. That's why we gather together, because we fuel one another. You see the importance of coming to church? It's not just something we do out of obedience. It's not just something we do because we're hoping to get a free ticket into heaven. It's something we do because the presence of God takes over when two or three are gathered in His name. There's something about people coming together and gathering in the name of Jesus that sets the church on fire that sets our hearts on fire. We cannot neglect the gathering of ourselves, you guys. We can't. Because where there is a fire, people will come to watch us burn. We need that fire. We need it. We cannot forsake the gathering of the saints. We can't. And you know what the plus side is? Where there are people, there is encouragement. There is blessing. There is hope. God never meant for us to do this thing alone. Listen, I lived a life alone. I did everything by myself growing up everything. I went camping by myself, hiking by myself, because I was terrified of people. That's how I was raised. But once I discovered God, and I discovered community, and I discovered like-minded people, and I began to see the value in community, the value in people, it set my heart ablaze. that burns so bright that no matter where you go, no matter what you do, people are drawn to you. People want to know what's going on. I want that fire. I want that fire for the church. I want that fire for us. I'm ready to see this house explode. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm so glad to see new faces. You're in for a treat when you connect with other believers. You're in for a treat when you plant yourself into a house and prepare yourself 
to meet the presence of God. Because where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I also in the midst of them. That's his promise to us. It's not just a scripture that we hear quoted from time to time. That's a promise. That's his promise. We can expect it. That's why I can't wait to get here because we get to see God. We get to see God this morning. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask the prayer team to come forward. And this morning, if you need to rededicate your life to Jesus, maybe you're having difficulty sometimes getting to church. Maybe you're having difficulty sometimes uh, just committing to a church. Do not forsake the gathering of yourselves together. That's what the scripture says. There is riches. There is riches. There is riches in the body of Christ. (laughs) There is riches. And you, you cannot not come to church and not be blessed. I love church. I've loved it from the first day I stepped foot in it. Because I was such a lonely kid. I'll never be lonely again. Never, never, never. This morning, if you just need a touch from God, if you need a fire burning inside, if you just need to recommit yourself and reconnect with God, reconnect with this church, then I want to invite you this morning. I want to pray for us. I want to pray over all of us. That's okay. You can sit right where you're at. Because Jesus is going to bless you anyway. He's going to bless me anyway. Because I'm with you. So I'm going to pray for you this morning. I'm going to pray for us as a church. I'm excited to see every seat filled. I'm excited to see people knocking on the door because there's a fire burning. So, Father God, right now in Jesus' name, I thank you for the church, God. I thank you for our history, God. It's a rich history, Lord. Thank you for it, God. Thank you, Lord God, that when we come and position ourselves together in relationship, you meet us, God. So, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, light a fire in us, God. Light a fire in us, God. Keep it burning, Lord. Keep it burning. Help us to see, Lord God, the value, the value of community, the value of your bride. Yeah. Father, I just praise you. I thank you, Lord God, for your presence, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that there is something stirring. Something stirring in our hearts, Lord. Something stirring in this church. 
and that we can expect breakthroughs. We can expect mountaintop highs, God. Thank you for those mountaintop highs, God. And thank you, God, for the years that we've done life together. Thank you for that heritage. Thank you for that blessing. Thank you for my church. Father, bless each and every person here this morning. And may they go home filled, Lord, to overflowing. We love you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Just remember, God is good all the time, and go with him, get your breakthroughs, trust in him, and be blessed this week. We love you. Come back next Sunday. God bless you. Bye.